The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. What another weather-filled Monday we had. Rain out, or if you count the morning game, another rain out. Then you had a game canceled because of icicles. Um, just more and more craziness all around us on the MLB DFS landscape. But knock on wood, we got a 12-game slate tonight. And so far, I am not seeing anything except super cold. So if they pull a Cubs and it's too cold, then that's the only way I'm looking at it. I don't see a ton of precipitation. Knock on wood, we're good. And we talk about the weather. It's blowing out to left center in Colorado-Pittsburgh. Really cold again there. But you saw they could score some runs in that weather last night. You got Washington and the Mets blowing out to, to right field at 17 miles an hour. That's one to keep an eye on. Phillies-Atlanta just kind of blowing across the field. St. Louis-Chicago's blowing in about 9 to 10 miles an hour from the center and really cold. Nice pitcher's environment there. And then White Sox-A's. Uh, blowing out to right field about 15 miles an hour night one we will definitely be taking a deeper look at later when you look at the totals on tonight's slate um, we're looking at Rockies Pirates eight Indians twins seven and a half and that is in San Juan Puerto Rico so keep uh, keep that in mind when you look at it Rangers Rays uh, waiting on that one because they're they're working on their starters should be Yanni Chirinos Geo versus Zach Wheeler, Nationals, Mets, 7.5. Phillies, Braves, 8.5. Reds, Brewers, 8.5. Cardinals, Cubs, we're waiting on that because they want to clear uh, the weather in Wrigley as usual. Giants, Diamondbacks, 8. White Sox, A's, 8.5. Red Sox, Angels, 8. Astros, Mariners, 8.5. Dodgers, Padres, 8. As you can tell, nothing over 8.5. So we're going to definitely have some interesting pitching decisions. Just like we did yesterday, and knock on wood, most of them went pretty darn good. Um, you couldn't go wrong with Degrom, but uh, you, you go through the middle. Paxton was good. Uh, Mengden, if you punted, was phenomenal. There's just guys all over the board pitched really, really well. Guys, we could go to bat with. But let's look at tonight's slate. We kick it off with the highest priced pitcher on the state on the slate. One Corey Kluber at twelve thousand one hundred bucks. He's supposed to go over the weekend, but Indians haven't played in a while. They're the Twins, to be fair, so that could make this a really interesting matchup. But Kluber's coming off a 46.2.8 innings, no runs, 13K performance. 
Um, he's been just absolutely Kluber-esque, absolutely filthy, striking out 34% of the batters he faces, swinging strike rate through the roof, ground ball rate's great. The twins strike out 25% of the time. The only, like, I love everything about Kluber. If you want to use Kluber, go for it. Just one thing to keep in mind, when they're playing at in Puerto Rico, it's high altitude and it plays a lot like Coors Field. That's the story people are saying. I don't know for sure, but that's how they're saying the ball is very, very live in Puerto Rico. So uh, keep that in mind. But a Kluber at 12-1, I'm not going to go too deep into. Obviously, a very solid look. You got Shohei Otani at 10,900. He got to start delayed on Sunday because it's too cold in Kansas City. And he gets to start at home against the Boston Red Sox. And Shohei Otani has been outstanding Nearly, he was he was perfect through like seven or into the seventh last time out against the A's. Uh, he's striking out forty percent of the batters he faces. He has a two eighty two eighty but a Sierra of one seven three, which is just outstanding. Uh, swinging strike rate of almost twenty four percent. Everything's great. Boston doesn't strike out a lot. They strike out sixteen percent of the time. Their offense is clicking on all cylinders. So this is a great test for Shohei Otani. Like really, really good stuff here. So we'll have to keep that in mind if you want to use him. I don't hate it. Lefties are hitting 120. Righties are hitting 149 off Shohei. So he's been pure, pure filth. Uh, could be an interesting matchup against Boston, but you can save 1200 bucks on Kluber if you want to go that route. Now, if you don't want to go that route, you look at this guy. My top price, or my top guy tonight if you're not paying up. Almost my top guy, period. He's gone 19.8 points at SF in his last start. Three earned, five and a third, nine strikeouts. 43.3 against the Dodgers, 7 and a third, one hit, no earned, 12 Ks. 24 at home against Colorado, 7 innings, 2 earned, 8 Ks. So 8, 9, and 12 are his Ks. He's getting the job done. Ground ball to fly ball, 9 to 1, 7 to 3, 8 to 2. Everything we love on this. He hasn't even thrown 100 pitches this year. I'm talking Patty Corbin of the Arizona Diamondbacks. $9,800 against that Giants offense is striking out almost 24% of the time right now against left-handed pitching. Um, he's got a 23% K rate, swinging strike rate is great, ground ball rate of over 51%. Lots to like about Corbin. Yes, the Giants offense is actually playing well right now out of the San Diego series. Longoria, McCutcheon's playing well, but it's still not a world beater. You got Posey, a lot of things to like, and a lot of things to be like, yeah, whatever. They have a 3.8 total, lefties 268, righties 343. So Corbin could get hit around. Anything can happen. But the fact I can save. The money I'm going to be saving the 21, 2300 bucks on Kluber and the 1100 on Otani to get to Corbin at home, which is always scary. We'll see if the humidor is really working or not. But at that price tag against that Giants offense, I definitely like it at 9800 bucks. Get some serious damage there and get that savings in there because there are some nice bad hitting matchups tonight. There is value all across the slate. We'll talk about, but there are some nice options, especially in Houston, to go pick on. Talking about Houston, you got Lance McCullers at 9,600. Burned a lot of people his last time out, and that might keep people away. He only got he had minus 3.6 his last time. He was just couldn't find the strikes on six walks, eight earned, seven hits. He was everywhere. He still had six Ks, ground ball to fly ball, and was put in play with six to two. Couldn't find it. San Diego, he struggled a bit at Texas, pitched great. So he is a GPP only, but he has that tremendous upside against the Seattle team that you saw. Uh, Dallas Keuchel shut down. From the left side, they strike out about 20% of the time right now. And he's got his great strike, uh, uh, 20, almost 27% K rate. Swinging strikes there, ground ball rate of almost 62%. So everything's really good. He just could not command the ball at all the last time out. So ownership will be extremely low, extremely, extremely low. 
Seattle's team total is about 3.9. Lefty's 282, righty's 345. So it's a reverse splits situation there. So just keep McCullers in mind as a nice GPP play that'll go way, way overlooked. So at the 9K and above, or actually with 10 and above, you got Kluber 1, Otani 2. Let's look at one more in the 8K range and we'll do the 8 9s together. And you got Gio Gonzalez of the Washington Nationals at 8500 bucks, And I absolutely love this because I've been a fan of Gio. And everywhere you listen to or read or whatever, they hate on Gio because, you know, oh, no, Gio's over 10000 Because this year he's been 11-1 at Cincinnati, 10-3 at home against the Mets, 10-1 at home against Colorado. And he's gotten you 16.5, 16.6, 25.9. You know, those might not be ideal for those price points, but for 8500 bucks, it darn well is. Uh, he, against the Mets already this year, five and a third, six hits, one earned, three walks, six Ks. He has six or more Ks in every start. He's been very, very good, very consistent. Yes, the Mets are on fire right now. No sugarcoating that at all. But they are striking out, and this is why Gio becomes such a very, very intriguing play at 8,500. They are striking out at 32% of the time. 32%. That's a third, almost a third of their at-bats in, in a strikeout. As people saw last night, the panic modes were on when you know Degrom gets up the early homer to Harper, Patch things the leadoff homer to Springer. As long as they don't, still, you watch Kluber and Scherzer do it all the time. They'll give up two or three runs. You strike out ten plus, it don't matter. They're getting you those twenty-five plus DraftKings points, and you are rocking and rolling. You got that thirty-two percent strikeout rate. We can play. We can play. Forty-five uh, percent ground ball rate. So lots to like here with uh, Geo. The Mets, bats, yes, hot, have a total of 3.7, one of the lower on the slate. Uh, lefties, 239, righties, 296. It's it's the way the Mets are playing. Would you be shocked? No, but, hey, Jeremy Hellickson shut them down last night. So anything's possible. But I do like Geo quite a bit, 8,500. I'm going to do uh, some Corbin and Geo combos and get a lot of bats that way. So in your 9s and 8Ks, you got Corbin 1, Geo 2, McCullers 3. We dropped down... We, we, we skip a handful of guys. I like Pavetta and all. I just can't do a, a guy in Atlanta. He even got beat up earlier. His worst start of the year was against the Braves. So I get it. He's on fire. He's the, the darling of the world. But uh, I'm going to stay away. Do it at your own risk if you want. Alex Wood, I can't touch him. I think he's broken. I don't care if it's San Diego or not. He's broken. Uh, Chatwood could be interesting just because of the weather. But I don't like him much at all either. Zach Wheeler against the Nats. I want to see another good start from Wheeler. I am high on him. Fultonevich at home against that Phillies offense. I will take a pass. Chad Bettis leads us off at $6,900. Both these pitchers in this matchup, Bettis and Williams, are on the radar. Just because A, the weather, B, below 7K could be interesting. Bettis in all three starts at San Diego, 13-3. Home against Atlanta, 13-2. At Washington, 24-8. We were all over him at Washington. He's given up no more than two runs a game. Just not a big strikeout guy. And that's what gets him... Um, in trouble, but you know, below 7k, we're just looking for stability. Don't get blown up with some upside. Bettis has that, he has that upside, but Pittsburgh strikes out 16% of the time. So keep an eye on Bettis as an option, but it's not, you know, the best of the best. You got Trevor Williams at 67 in that matchup against Colorado. You don't always like to go up against Colorado, but Trevor's pitched well, uh, 16 5, 13 4, 22 5 in his last three. His last one was at Chicago. He's given up one earn, two earn, and zero. Strikeouts aren't tremendous. Again, that's the problem with these guys down here. But, you know, Colorado does strike out 24% of the time, so that's a much, much better ratio than the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, so someone to keep in mind there is Trevor Williams as well in that sub-7K. 
And then if you want to dig into the basement, the bargain, bargain basement, there's a couple that kind of catch my attention. You got Trevor Cahill making his season debut for the Oakland A's. Uh, looking back at his two starts for Nashville, especially his last one, control is an issue with Trevor. And that was a problem with him off and on last year. He has a swinging strike rate through the roof last year. Absolutely insane swinging strike rate. He had a slide piece falling off tables. But he also threw more wild pitches and pass balls than I can remember. He's facing a White Sox team, though, for 5100 bucks. and strikes out over 24% of the time. He had a 23% strikeout rate last year. Not bad at all. A swinging strike rate of 11% and a ground ball rate of 55.6%. And that's one thing I really, really like with that wind blowing out there and right. Get the ground balls, get the strikeouts. There's a lot you can pick on there. The White Sox have a 3.9 total, which isn't great, but not bad. So at 5,100, you know, the White Sox could get to him. No sugarcoating that at all. You saw Mingdon shut them down last night. And Cahill last year was one of the best pitchers in baseball until he got hurt. Maybe he's bounced back. Maybe he hasn't. But at 51, could definitely be worth that gamble. And you put him with any pitcher, even Kluber, you can have whatever bat you want. You're left with over 4,000 a bat. So you can get real, real creative. The other one I'll mention, and he'll be everyone's darling and likely matched up with Kluber everywhere, will be Yanni Chirinos. Huge Yanni Chirinos fan here. We've been all over him. Um, 18.4 points his last time out, 17.5 prior to that. He got extended to 75 pitches his last time out. He'll be at 75 or more. These The, the, the Rays are stretching him out to be another starter. Because right now they're doing two bullpen days instead of one like they wanted to originally, which is still stupid. But... Um, they're, they're stretching Yanni out to be the guy. Yanni still hasn't given up a run this year. That'll change here shortly. I, I wouldn't be shocked if he gives up a couple today. But he has 5K plus upside. He's going to go deeper into the game. And for 4700 bucks, that's just an asinine price. That's DraftKings not paying attention to the way baseball teams are running their teams. That's just them paying attention to their algorithm where they're like, okay, he's a spot starter type guy. Yeah, a relief pitcher that's not going deep, so we're not going to price him high. That's them not paying attention. That's what that is. Uh, Texas strikes out 25.5% of the time. Yanni striking out almost 23%, 50% ground ball rate. It's a lot to like there with Yanni. I definitely can get on board with that one. Um, lefties, lefties hitting 185, righties 251 off Trinos. These numbers are phenomenal. And sure, there's definite chance it's going to regress. He's young. Teams are going to start getting film on him and all that good stuff. But right now, we don't worry about that. That's the beauty of Daily Fantasy. We can play a game-by-game and for 4700 bucks, he's definitely on the slate. Um, so down below, I'm going to go Cahill 1, Torino's 2, Trevor Williams 3, Chad Bettis 4. And that wraps up your pitching for this 12-game slate. So up top, 10K and above, Kluber 1, Otani 2. In the 9s and 8K range, you got Corbin 1, Gio Gonzalez 2, Lance McCullers 3. Down below, Trevor Cahill, Yanni Torino's, Trevor Williams, Chad Bettis. Bettis wraps up your pitching. Let's get to the bats. And before we do, let me tell you about Draft. I know I probably annoy you guys talking about it, but I really, really enjoy this new app called Draft. Check it out at playdraft.com or Draft in your app store. It is a phenomenal, phenomenal way to play fantasy. Snake draft format or just pick your dream team, whatever you prefer. There's head-to-heads, three-man, six-man, ten-mans. You draft, you're done. If there's a rainout or a guy that's not in the lineup, they send you an alert, and you can change them out with whatever's left in the player pool, and there's always plenty left. You go in, you can pre-rank your players, so it's easy once you're drafting. You can do multiple drafts at once. Tons of things to like. If you have any questions, ask me in the Sports DJ and Slack chat or hit me up on Twitter, at BD Intrick. But check out Draft. Draft in your app store, draft.com. 
Use promo code SD Sports when you make your first deposit and you get entry into a free $3 tournament. It's an awesome way to play fantasy sports. I highly, highly recommend it. Um, I've every day and I absolutely love it. So check it out. Draft, draft.com. Use promo code SD Sports. Now let's get into the bats. Buster Posey day to day. Facing Corbin at 48, that's way too expensive for Posey. I don't care if he has three home runs tonight. You can't pay that for Posey just because he doesn't usually have that home run upside. A guy like Evan Gaddis crushes lefties. He's off to a slow start. He's 4,000 versus Miranda, so if you want to, I get it. There's a guy we'll get to that I'm in love with. I was in love with him last night. He paid off. I'll be all over him again today. But Gaddis is in play. Uh, Yadier Molina at 37 versus Chatwood. I don't hate just because he's on fire. But a guy like Yasmani Grandal at 3,600. He's been playing really Really good baseball right now. He had 29 points last night in the big Dodgers 10-3 win as he went deep. His last few game logs, 29-5-7-24. Hitting the ball really, really, really well. And uh, when you look at Mr. Mitchell, it's not going to be good. Dodgers have a 4-4 total. It's like the 7th highest, 6th highest on the slate. Lefty's hitting 360. Righty's 353 to start the year. So Yasmani Grandal at 36, definitely in play tonight. You go down a little farther, Cervelli's okay at 34. You prefer him versus a lefty, but I don't hate it. You get Trinos versus Trinos in Tampa Bay, but uh, I'm not going there. You go down even farther, there's there's one that stands out, and we will get there in a minute, but Jonathan Lucroy versus the lefty Geo. Lucroy does hit lefties really well. He's $3,000 if you're looking at uh, – I'm oh, sorry, that's Miguel Gonzalez. Um, so not as much, but still A's have a 4.63 total, currently the third highest on the slate. Lefty's 368, righty's 328. Versus Miguel Gonzalez. So Luke probably still could be an interesting play at 3K. Probably not as much as I thought before. That's what happens when you record this first thing in the morning. If Max Stassi cracks the lineup for Houston at 2,900, I don't mind that at all against Ariel Miranda. Houston will be a very, very popular target tonight. They are the fourth highest uh, total at 4.6. Lefty's 3.17, righty's 3.31 versus Ariel Miranda. We've seen Miranda get destroyed this in his career. So Max Stassi at 29 could be a nice value play there. But the guy I'm looking at, at 2800 bucks, he's coming off a big, big 15-point night for us when he was priced at 2800 again. His last few games, 15, 3, 0, 11. So it's kind of an all-or-nothing, but he's also heating up because he started out ice ice cold. He's going up against Matt Moore of the Texas Rangers. Wilson Ramos, $2,800. Absolutely love it. Uh, Tampa Bay facing Matt Moore. Lefties are 440 Righty's 332 versus Matt Moore. So everyone's in play, including a Wilson Ramos at 2,800. Tucker Barnhart against uh, Junior Garrett at 28. I do like quite a bit as well. Cincinnati, big night last night. Tucker was a part of that. They have about a four total. Lefty's 342. Righty's 347 off Junior Garrett. So Tucker Barnhart at 28 is definitely a play. Austin Hedges at 28 versus Alex Wood, who is broken. Absolutely broken. I don't care if he still plays good tonight. We're going to keep targeting Alex Wood. Because he is broken. His velocity is so down. The DL is coming for him. So, I don't, I don't buy it. I know people are. I don't, I don't care. We're not playing Alex Wood. I'm not at least. Yeah, Weeders at 28 versus Wheeler if you want to go that direction. So, there's a lot down here in the 28s below range that you can definitely pick on. Uh, yeah, Weeders at 2,800. Martin Maldonado against Price. Probably not. But if you think Price is broken, that's not bad for 2,700. Bruce Maxwell, if he gets to start against Miguel Gonzalez at 27. I can get behind that as well. So a lot of nice options down here. Probably more will open up as your lineups become available. Let's go to the first baseman position. Kicking it off with Freddie Freeman at 51. He is in play versus Pavetta. Um, Pavetta's been great. Everyone's on him, like I said. But there's still some holes there. 
Braves have a 4.3 total. Lefty's 306, righty's 388. So reverse splits versus Pavetta. Freeman doesn't matter. He just you, you play Freddie Freeman. Um, when you're looking at the Cleveland Indians against Jake Odorizzi, lefty's 293, righty's 322. So Edwin Encarnacion off to an extremely slow start, but at 49 could be an interesting play there. Could be interesting. Keep him in mind. Goldie's red hot, so if you want to play him, I get it, but I'm not going to fade Cueto just yet. We'll see how he turns off the DL. You go down, if Eric Thames is in the lineup, he's day-to-day versus Sal Romano, he's 4,600, and that's a great option there. When you look at Thames, he's just been crushing the baseball, and the Milwaukee Brewers have a 4-5-4 total. Lefty's 336, righty's 343 off Guerra, I mean off of uh, Romano. It's pretty amazing that that total is not 9 or above between Guerra and Romano. That's just very interesting. Joey Votto finally got his first extra base hit of the year yesterday. He's 4,400 versus Guerra. He is definitely in play. You slide down some more. You guys like Yuli Gurriel hits righties and lefties really well at 4,100. Uh, Cody Bellinger at 41 versus Mr. Mitchell. Brian Mitchell, I don't hate that at all. That's a solid play we already mentioned. Mitchell gets getting piped all over the place. 360 lefties, 353 righties. So Bellinger definitely in play. Carlos Santana com- continues to hit the ball harder than almost anybody in baseball without the results everybody else is getting. So I'll keep recommending him because that breakout is coming. He's 4K versus Fulte. We know lefties versus Fulte is the play. $4,000 is a discount on Matt Olson versus Miguel Gonzalez. Matty Olson went deep last night. Uh, he is off to a slow start compared to, to many, but wind blowing out hard to right. Noco, they have one of the highest totals on the slate, the third highest total at the moment. Lefties 368, righties 328 against Miguel Gonzalez. So getting a Matty Olson at $4,000 could be some supreme savings there. Yonder Alonso in Puerto Rico at 38. With the, if the weather and the altitude and all that plays the way it should, that could be a nice play there for 3800 bucks. You go down farther, you got guys like Joey Gallo at 35. He went deep again last night. That's It's too cheap for a GPP home run guy and Joey Gallo at all times. 3500 I don't mind that. If you're fading Chirinos or if you just want a one-off, he took Blake Snell deep for crying out loud. The guy's a home run machine. Uh, the farther you go, Miguel Gonzalez slumping, but he does make an intriguing play versus Miranda. Miguel Gonzalez hit lefties with more exit velo and hard hit rate than almost anybody in baseball last year. So keep him in mind. Um, and then there's one that's just mispriced again. We were all over him yesterday, and he went ding-dong city in Tampa Bay. CJ Cron, he was 3,500 yesterday. I respected that. His last few games, 17, 7, 7, 8, 7, 5, 2, 16. Not bad, especially for $2,800. 28 versus Matt Moore. That is just... DraftKings missing the boat on that one. So if you're punting first base, it's loaded as always. But if you're going to punt it and differentiate yourself because no one's going to own Crone, you can go to Crone and um, I don't hate it at all. You could have Ramos at 28 and Crone at 28 at your catcher at first base, and you'll have more money than you know what to do with in the rest of your lineup unless you just pay up for all the bet. the pitchers, which another good option. Second base, uh, Robbie Cano. Jose Altuve versus Miranda at 48 is outstanding. We love Altuve versus the lefty, so I can definitely dig that one. Ozzy Albies at 43. This keeps getting it done one way or another. Eight more points last night. So the machine known as Ozzy Albies keeps on trucking. Cesar Hernandez got the day off yesterday, which is very disappointing, but he'll be back hopefully tonight at 41 versus Fulte and is in place. He's swinging one of the hotter bats in baseball, which is rare to say because the Phillies are all swinging hot bats. But, again, another one I love. Jed Lowry at 3,900 versus Miguel Gonzalez is an outstanding play. Really, really like that one. 11 more points last night. The guy just keeps raking it in the middle of the order. Last three games, 
11 19 15 just making it happen in the middle of that order now faces miguel gonzalez tonight so definitely i got to keep an eye on there is Drupal Cabrera, <clears throat> 3,800 versus Geo. It's okay if you want to be contrarian, but might be a night to take off from his Drupal, though I do love him most nights of the week. Benny Zobris, 36 versus Wayno. The weather's concerning there, but he is a good play at that price tag. If you are fading Geo, Wilmer Flores, second base, third base eligible at 3,400, guy that crushes left handed pitching. So he's on the board if you need him. Matty Carpenter, second base, third base, facing Tyler Chatwood when you. Um, Target chat with lefties 360, righties 321. So Carpenter 33 can be a nice play there. Adam Frazier of the Pirates going to get a lot of playing time now, leading off for the Pirates with Harrison out. So he's second base outfield eligible at 33. He's going to be mentioned almost every podcast as he's, when he's too cheap because he can get on and he can run. So I like that a lot at that price tag. Farther down you go, you got guys like Johnny VR at 3K versus Romano. He can be a nice punt, but uh, the punt of punts possibly – because he'll be hitting like cleanup in this lineup against Junior Guerra. Is Scooter Jeanette is only three thousand dollars. Three thousand for a cleanup hitter is stupid, especially in a matchup versus Junior Guerra. So here we go. Yeah, Ramos at twenty-eight. Yeah, Cron at twenty-eight. Yeah, Scooter Jeanette at three thousand. All hitting in the middle of the orders. All with power. All on plus plus matchups. Just a few things to keep in mind. Uh, Drew Robertson, twenty-eight hundred for Tampa Bay, second base shortstop eligible. He had an opposite field homer last night, double digits and two was last four. So he's not a bad punt either if you need to really go down at 2,800. And there will be others, so check your lineups as they come out. Let's head over to the third base position. So as you can tell, there's a lot of really good high price guys because there's some crappy pitching. But then there's some very nice value, especially in those crappy pitching matchups that you can you could go Kluber and Otani and probably make it work. You can go Kluber with Corbin, McCullers, Geo, Otani with Corbin, McCullers, Geo, whatever you want. Or you can take a couple of middle guys, take a couple of these discounted guys, and then just load up at other positions. There's a lot of ways to do this. Third base, Chris Bryant's always worth the look. Jose Ramirez, 4,800 for Soda uh, Jose's slowly getting it going. He got off to a rough start, the slow part, but his last few, he's been on fire. 7, 16, 12, 17, 7. So four games of uh, seven or more, three or uh, three of the, or five games of seven or more, three of them double digits. He's forty eight hundred bucks for Odorizzi in that Puerto Rico matchup. So don't hate that at all. Scott Kingery at forty three. If he's leading off, man, he's third base shortstop eligible. Didn't do much last night, but he's averaging ten point seven his last ten. Someone to definitely keep an eye on at forty three. Uh, Matt Chapman always in play at forty three. Don't hate that at all, especially if you're going full on a stack. Chapman's involved. If you're just going like a small one, Lowry Olson's plenty fine with me just take the lefties there but uh chapman don't hate we'll get to chris davis later some options there as well bregman versus lefty bregman hits lefties phenomenal and he's only 4100 which is kind of a discount for him against a, a crappy pitcher so bregman and guriel both 41 for houston are in play as we jump down below 4000 uh i got kyle seager at 38 which is risky but intriguing uh you got guys like Colin Moran at 35 for upside. Wilmer Flores at 34. Matt Carpenter at 33. You mentioned all them. But one down here is Christian Villanueva of the San Diego Padres at 3300 bucks. Another big night last night. Went deep again. Third straight game with a home run. Game logs are insane for these prices. 22, 25, 18, 16 in his last four games. Crushing the baseball. Did three for four last night in the home run plus other knocks. Uh, against Wood, who I tell you I really feel is broken. So keep an eye on Villanueva at 33 for another potential value play if you're looking that direction. 
when you dip down even farther, you know, there's Yanni Trinos, or not Yanni Trinos, Yolmer Sanchez at 31 that could be a, a punt play. Ryan Flaherty, if he cracks the lineup at 3K, I'd probably pay up for, for uh, Villanueva right about now. But if you want to punt and you're fading Corbin, Longo is 2,900 career and just crushes lefties. And he's hit pretty well his last few games, 8-21-0-10. So three of his last four have been pretty darn eight or more and two of them double digits. Corbin can be hit by righties. So at 2,900, if you're fading him, that is a nice value there. Not going to hate that at all. Let's head to the shortstop position where you're going to get let off with Carlos Correa at 4,800 bucks. Definitely a play versus Miranda. As you can tell, the Astros are pricey as normal, but a solid play. This is where, you know, taking some pitching or a discount here or there, you can load up on this. And the guy I love, and he'll get overlooked, especially with Correa at 48, I think, is Lindor at 46. He's been smoking the baseball of late. Kind of how Jose Ramirez has heated up, so has Lindor. His last three, 19, 29, 10. He's getting on, and he's, he's getting on with uh, extra base ability. Two double, four doubles in his last three and a home run. So really good stuff there. He's 46 in that Puerto Rico environment. So keep him in mind against Odorizzi at 4600 bucks. Plus, it's a big homecoming for him. I don't know if you guys watch MLB Network or MLB Snapchat or any of that stuff. He went back. It's it's in his home. All right, I'm going to screw this up. It's not his home. It's like his home state. In America, I don't know if it's a province. I can't remember what they call it. I apologize for that. But uh, he went to his old school and all kinds of stuff. So it's pretty cool. And so it'll be a big, big game for him back home in uh, Puerto Rico. Uh, you got Trey Turner, always worth a look, especially when he's leading off at 4,400 as he's playing much, much better in the leadoff position. Mentioned Kingery already. Corey Seager, or, or, yeah, Corey Seager at 42. The guy tilts me to no end because he's super inconsistent, but it is a great, great matchup for Brian Mitchell. So if you're going full on Dodgers stack, I don't have a problem with Corey Seager at all at 42. You slide on down. Uh, Anilton Simmons at 36 could be a, a one off first price if you want to go there. Marcus Simeon's 35 if you need to go there. The, the bottom of the shortstop is not pretty compared to what it's been. It's actually been a nice place lately. Not so much tonight. Uh, like Eduardo Escobar was Kluber at 3K. Probably not. One I do like, he was hitting, I believe, fifth last night. Got you six more points. He's got you six, 25, 7, 18, 5 in his last five games. Five or more points with two double digits in there, including a 25. He's 2,900 facing Mike Fulton Evans tonight. And his name is J.P. Crawford. This guy's getting it done. At 2,900 bucks, he's getting it done really, really well. So keep an eye on J.P. Crawford at 2,900 bucks. Don't hate that at all. Uh, Brandon Crawford of the Giants at 28 does hit lefties okay, but I'm not going to fake Corbin with him, but he could produce. I mentioned Drew Robertson of Tampa Bay already. He's 2,800 bucks and a guy to keep an eye on as well. Other than that, you have to check lineups. Maybe Orlando RC at 27. Versus Sal Romano, depends on where he hits in the lineup, uh, so on and so forth. Maybe Franklin Barreto gets a start. He's 2,600. You know, they call up their best offensive talent in the minors right now and sit him on the bench. It's not, not good, Rockies. Oh, mean A's. Sorry. Um, outfield, Mookie Betts against Otani. It's risky, and he's hurt. But Bryce Harper at 52 versus Wheeler is outstanding. That broken bat home run he had against the Grom yesterday was just not right. The guy is just crazy. Eight homers on the year. Contract is everything you want about Bryce Harper. Just is there. 5,200. But Chucky Blackman at 52 is crushing it as well. He was seventh of the year last night. He's 5,200. I love him as well. Three straight games of 16 or more DraftKings points. So Harper and Blackman, Captain Obvious plays there. You got Mike Trout at 51. He is always in play. 
Gregory Polanco's up to 5K. I love Gregory Polanco. I love what he's doing this year. Gregory Polanco priced up this high is starting to tilt me a little bit because I loved him when he was cheaper. He's not not a play, but at that price tag, he's tough to play. Like I'd rather like Chris Davis at 49 or Reese Hoskins at 48 versus Fulte. Love those a little more. Tommy Pham at 47. He's getting a little pricey for me too. I like him, but he's pricey. I'd rather go 47 than George Springer. Hit a ding-dong last night. He had 19 points. He hits lefties. He hits everybody well. He hits lefties really, really well. So it's Miranda Springer at 47. Much, much more in play. Uh, you go down some more. You got A.J. Pollock's okay. Preferred versus lefties, though. Michael Conforto will wait. Nelson Cruz reverse splits versus McCuller. Someone to keep in mind, but not running to play him. So, like, you got those really top-heavy guys, and then you get to this mid-four canes, and it kind of gets like, eh, I don't know. Like, Kyle Schwarber against Wayno could be, but the weather could be really, really disgusting there. D. Gordon at 44, if he gets on, he can run on McCullers all day. He's flipping that curveball, hitting into the dirt. Gordon could pick up some steals for you. That is very, very much in play. Uh, Corey Dickerson, 4,300, averaging over 10 points a game this year, so I don't mind him at all, but that price tag, you know, it was 38 or 39 yesterday. It's climbing up now, which really sucks. You know, farther, you got Giannis Espedes for Geo. If you're fading Geo, Giannis crushes lefties. 4200 bucks. He is worth a GPP play. Uh, Benintendi versus Otani. I'm just not into fading Otani, but a Red Sox plays like one-offs or stacks, mini stacks. If they get to Otani, no one's going to own them. So something to keep in mind if you want to be super contrarian. I'm not going there, but I don't hate it at all because I've seen that win way too many times. It, it just, it's how you do it. If you want to put it on the table, that's how you do it. Ian Happ at 39 could be intriguing. Just remember weather there. I don't farther. Lorenzo Cain versus Romano at 38. Don't hate that at all. Romano, you're not picking sides here. You're just picking on him. Um, when you're looking at the Milwaukee Brew Crew, 454 total. Lefty's 336, righty's 343. So low Cain at 38. Hitting in the top of that order. Definitely worth a look in that one. Uh, Benny Zobers mentioned him already at 36. Dexter Fowler's on fire. He's 36. Could be worth the play versus Chadwick. Because once you get down to this price range, the weather's less concerning because you can still get your hits and everything and get, and get your value. When you get way, way up there, you almost need that dong to help you out. But a great play here at 3,500 is Odebel Herrera against Fultonevich. Odebel, a big night last night, 17 points. He's averaging 10 in his last 10 games. 3,500 versus Fulte is a phenomenal price tag for Odebel Herrera. You drop down some more. Jock jams can be intriguing at 35. Not running to play, but intriguing. Again, if you're fading Corbin, like we talked about with Longo, Pat, uh, Andrew McCutcheon at 34 could be in play, uh, doing very, very well this year, especially against lefties. So keep uh, Kutch in mind at 34. But like Jose Perella of San Diego at 3,400 versus uh, Alex Wood, I like that quite a bit uh, as a value play. Billy Hamilton at 33, he's been leading off lately and playing really, really good. He's averaging 9.1 in his last 10, 18 to 14 in his last two. He had a 0, but then a 9, a 9, a 0, a 16, a 15, a 0, a 10. He's getting on and he's making stuff happen. He's stealing bases. So 3,300 against Junior Garrett. I don't hate Billy Hamilton at all. Like a, a, a game stack there. Cincinnati, Milwaukee. I don't don't hate it at all. It's very, very much in play. Mentioned Adam Fraser at 33. Worth the look. Nick Williams, if he cracks the lineup versus Fulton Evans at 32, I do like uh, quite a bit there. Uh we're getting down to the low threes, and I know there's a few down here, but you got to kind of navigate the minefields. Like a Matt Joyce at 31 versus Miguel Gonzalez, he's definitely worth a look there as well. After guys like Joyce, you got Shinsu Chu. If you're fading Chirinos at 3K, that does have a lot of value to it. Mentioned Marvin Gonzalez already at 3K. Don't hate that at all. Adam Duvall at 3K. 
Domingo Santana at 3K, both upside in that matchup. But Hunter Renfro at 3K versus Alex Wood, big home run potential there. So a lot of nice punts down here at the bottom that you can get behind. Brandon, uh, Brian Goodwin, if he's especially hitting towards the top of the order for Washington at 3K, he's in play. Down in the order, not as much, but top of the order could give him a look. If you're going to fade Kluber, you got Kepler at 3K for that home run upside there. Nomar Mazar versus Torinos at 29. Mazar went deep last night. That's pretty darn cheap. Jake Mariznick, he'll face the lefty Miranda for Houston. He's 2,900. You can do the wraparound stack with Mariznick, bat him ninth, and then go with like Springer at the top of the order and uh, differentiate yourself a bit there. Eddie Rosario, if you're fading Kluber's 29. Ryan, uh, Robbie Grossman's 29, so there's value there if you're fading the Klubot, which is not always advised, but an option. Austin Jackson leading off for the Giants. Those hit lefties well. He's 2,800 versus Corbin. Like Preston Tucker, 2,800 with his upside. So there are options down here, as you can tell. Um, they're questionable, but there's some pretty decent, uh, at least power upside. Like Hunter Pence, 2,700 versus Corbin. Hunter's been horrible this year. Not sugarcoat, Matt, but uh, upside definitely there. Other than that, maybe check your lineups. There will be even more that opens up down here. There's always more that opens up. So check those out as you get going. That wraps up your bats today. Let's recap the pitching. 10K and above. You got Kluber 1, Otani 2 in the middle in the 8s and 9s. You got Corbin 1, Geo 2, Lance McCullers 3. 7K and below. You got uh, Cahill 1, Chirinos 2, Williams 3, Bettis 4. You know, you got your normal stacking options we've already talked about. Uh, Cubs versus Wayno. I'm all about. Just remember the weather could hamper production a little bit. Tampa Bay versus Matt Moore. Get in on that action. Uh, St. Louis versus Chatwood, I don't mind either. Um, you got the the A's versus Miguel Gonzalez. They're the highest one on the night slate, that or the, the main slate. So you got to like that quite a bit. The Astros versus Miranda. Brew Crew and the Reds in their matchup. You like a lot. Dodgers are in play. So tons and tons to like here. There's more and more. That's it, why the, the, the totals are very perplexing, one could say. Let's look at the BVP for you real quick. And then Sinji on your merry way. There wasn't a ton, but like Starling Marte, 5 for 7 versus Chad Bettis. Marte, I've been playing him a ton. He uh, he produces, and then if he, he produces with the bat, period, but he gets on and he steals a lot. So you got a lot of outside over Starling Marte. So keep him in mind in that matchup. Um, as you go some more, you got like Joe Maurer versus Kluber, 16 for 49, five doubles, um, a triple, two homers. Max Kepler's one for five with a homer. Ryan Dozier's hitting a buck forty, but he's taking him deep twice. So there's a little power, but as a team, they hit one eighty nine with a five ninety one OPS and a two sixty three WOBA versus Kluber. Uh, as you go down some more, Edwin's taking Odorizzi deep twice. I'm going to keep in mind. Yoenis is seven for sixteen with a double and two homers off Geo. Jose Reyes seven for nineteen, two doubles, two homers. Juan Lagara seventeen for forty four, three doubles, a triple, and a homer. All in play. Wilmer Flores is even taking him deep. Ryan Zimmerman, 8 for 18, two, do- two homers off of Wheeler. Rendon, 7 for 20. Uh, Bryce Harper has a homer as well off of Wheeler. Uh, as you go down some more, like Odebel Herrera, 6 for 19, two doubles and a homer off of Fulte. Franco, Hoskins, and Carlos Santana have all taken Fulte deep. So, you know, Fulte's been getting it done, but that, that blow-up is coming, and I can't wait to be there. Ryan Braun, four for seven, two doubles and a homer off Sal Romano, Domingo Santana, and Travis Shaw. Travis Shaw, how did I miss him? I, I was all over him when I did my research last night. He's thirty four hundred bucks in that matchup versus uh, Sal Romano. That's criminal. That's a nice price, third baseman. Don't know how I missed that one. That was 
My bad there. You, you hit in the zone, you start skipping through and missing things. Billy Hamilton, small sample, but two for four with a home run off Junior Guerra. Adam Duvall, three for nine with a double and two homers. Joey Votto's taking him deep as well. So that matchup's got some upside, folks. Addison Russell, six for 15, three doubles. Willie Contreras, Jason Hayward have gone deep off of Wayno. Uh, Goldschmidt, seven for 27, two doubles, two homers for a 259 average versus Cueto. Hunter Pence hitting 429 off Corbin, 15 for 35, four doubles, a triple, four homers. Brandon Crawford hitting 296. Eight for twenty-seven, double, triple, two homers. Posey, thirteen for forty-three, two doubles. Different Corbin right now, though, so I'm not hoping that happens. But you never know, because I'm all in on the pitching. Uh, the A's versus Miguel Gonzalez, Chapman, Chris Davis, Joyce, all taking him deep. Joyce nine for twenty-seven, three doubles and a homer. Jose Abreu five for seven, two doubles and a homer off Trevor Cahill. Albert Pujols nine for twenty-eight, two doubles, two homers off Price. Upton's taking him deep. Calhoun. Anderson Simmons and Ian Kims are all taking David Price deep. Kyle Seeger hitting 381, 8 for 21, two doubles and a homer off Lance McCullers. Cano, 8 for 22 with a double. A couple of nice BVPs for you there. Springer, here's your BVP. He's hitting 267, but he's 4 for 15 with four home runs off Aero Miranda. So when he gets a hit, it's been going over the wall. Mariznick, Marwin Gonzalez, Carlos Correa, Yuli Gurriel have all taken Miranda deep. Uh, Christian Villanueva, two for three with a home run off Christian uh, off of Alex Wood. Keep him in mind. Um, yeah, so Christian Villanueva, two for three with a home run. Perella, Hunter Renfro have all taken him deep. As a team, they're hitting it's small samples, 65 plate appearances, 20 for 61, a 328 average, three home runs, 900 OPS for Alex Wood. These Padres are value and sneaky tonight, uh, so keep them in mind. And then super small sample, seven plate appearances versus Brian Mitchell, but they're hitting 714 with a 1714 OPS. Very small sample. Brian Mitchell's been getting hit by everybody so far, so I don't care what small sample you have. He's just been bad at baseball. So uh, that little trade where they took on the Chase Headley deal, not working out so well. But that'll do it. That's your 12-game slate. Remember, we got Puerto Rico in action. we got some interesting weather. Knock on wood, I don't see much precipitation at all. Uh, we've got a lot of wind. We've got some more cold. Lots to check out there, but uh, if you have questions, come in the Sports DJ and Slack chat. I got in there about 6 Eastern yesterday, went over the lineups, talked to guys there. It was active last night. The more people we get, the more activity we get, the better it gets. Um, you don't always have to have me in there or another guy in there. Talk to each other. Help each other out. It's a lot of fun. So if you want to get in the Sports DJ and Slack chat, hit me up, and I'll get you an invite or hit up these Sports DJs at thesportsdjs.com. They'll get you what you need. Uh, check out Bench with Bubba, episode 87 with Ron Rigney. Had a blast talking baseball with him. Went over a lot of the big players to pick up or hot players or guys to trade. Stuff like that. So go check that out. Uh, we got Always Pressing PGA DFS podcast for the Valero Texas Open. Dropped last night. Myself, Jesse, and Rob Treha. He does the work on the sports DJs at all, at all day, every 365. He jumped on the Take Bucks spot as Bucks is working uh, out of town this week. So we broke it down for you last night. Really good stuff there. We got more coming up throughout the week. You got Italia Serie A soccer from, from Francesco. Week 33 picks are out. We have Tuesday, Wednesday soccer action this week. So tons going on at thesportsdjs.com. I am at BD Intro. Check us out. Check out Draft. Draft in your app store. Promo code SD Sports for free $3 entry in a tournament. But more importantly, good luck on your 12-game slate. I'll catch you guys later. I'm out.